Blog Talk Radio. Hi there, I'm Mary Eileen Williams at Feisty Side of 50 Radio, and this show is a celebration of baby boomers who are embracing life as we grow older. And there's no better way to do that than by sharing a colorful, engaging, and inspiring book with your grandchildren. That said, today's show is going to be especially uplifting and one with an important message for readers of any age. You will surely recognize our guest, Sonia Manzano, for her work on Sesame Street. Sonia played the beloved character Maria, who was a blending of charm, personal warmth, and had a a welcoming spirit with everyone she met. It's no surprise that in real life, Sonia now seeks to share these attributes through her writing. She's joining us today to share all about her latest book. It's published by National Geographic Kids, and it's entitled A World Together. Welcome, Sonia. I am thrilled to get to chat with you. Well, thank you so much. It's a pleasure for me to chat with you as well. Well, I'd like to begin by offering you a truly heartfelt congratulations. When I got this book, I I looked at it and I thought, wow, this lady not only knows children, but she has a respect for the cultures of the world and a message to share. So you must be very excited about this book. Yes, I'm very excited. Uh, when uh, National Geographic asked me to write a book about diversity, I really stepped up to the plate. Obviously, things uh, 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 in America are at an all-time low as far as tolerance goes. And as someone who uh, was in, on Sesame Street in 1969, speaking of baby boomers, who is your audience, you all remember that it was a very idealistic time with the civil rights movement and Martin Luther King uh, Jr. and their, and uh, President Johnson wanted to create a great society. Things were so uh, idealistic at that time, and Sesame Street came out of that era, and uh, they had a diverse past. And, and frankly, I thought that, uh, uh, you know, been there, done that, we had solved a lot of the race problems in America, but clearly more has to be done. And so I was especially happy to, to come up with this book that kind of points out how we are all the same in the human condition. Absolutely, and I did want to get a little personal here at the start of the show, and it's in the back of your book, but you shared some photos of your mom and your sister and some of the reasons that, you know, your personal reason that, you know, you wanted to express this message that's important for everybody, but it's especially meaningful to you. Yes, I. Uh, uh, this is the first time I wrote a book that had photographs in it. My other books are illustrated books and young adult novels. And so I thought to myself, what, what impact did, did photographs have in my life? And as a child, I used to pour over photographs of my mother in Puerto Rico because I was born here on the mainland. I had never been to Puerto Rico, and I was fascinated by the things that my parents said about it. They would go from talking about escaping uh, harsh poverty, and then they'd sing songs about the island that uh, said how beautiful the island was. So I was confused as to where exactly they had come from. But these pictures fascinated me. My mother is in a beautiful dress. My sister is wearing beautiful little 
Mary Jane shoes, but they're standing in front of these very mean, impoverished-looking shacks. And I had to reconcile how they could look so pretty and neat in this harsh environment. And I would look to my mother and look to my sister here in the Bronx. And it started a lot of conversations. And mom would explain to me their lifestyle in Puerto Rico in greater detail. So uh, photos tell you more. And I'm hoping that um, children look at the photos in this book and really kind of wonder about the children in them and what they're doing and and how they're feeling. I think that when kids can feel what other children are feeling or relate to what other children are feeling, it's the path to empathy, which is certainly lacking in our culture today. Oh, I like that, the path to empathy. Absolutely. And two, I was wondering, I mean, of course, National Geographic, you know the book is going to be super well done. The the photos, be they visual or sketches, in this case they are real photos, uh, are are really incredible. They're colorful. There's all sorts of movement. I'm looking at the cover right now. The kids are dancing and playing ball. But they also you show food and eating. And so I, I wanted to ask you, Sonia, did you you help select some of the photos for the book. How did you match what you wrote, which was also the lines that you write are so evocative and engaging and, you know, will speak to children. But how um, did that come about? How were you able to, to kind of combine the two? Well, thank you for asking that. I had wonderful help in Marfe Delano, who was the uh, editor. The words came first, and we did draft after draft to use simple words that everybody understood to denote as much feeling as we possibly could. After the words were uh, settled on, Lori Epstein came in. She's the photo editor, and she suggested several photos. And then I would look at the photos, and then I suggested uh, some urban photos because I, uh, obviously, I was raised in the Bronx. So uh, they complied beautifully by having the picture of in the center of the book of the children playing by a fire hydrant uh, with a sprinkler on, which is something that I certainly did as a kid. It's the high point of my summer. So that was a, a wonderful inclusion. And at the end, there's pictures of, uh, I dedicate the book to children of Puerto Rico, and there's a picture of children in Puerto Rico and uh, frolicking in what looks like, like a fountain. So that's uh, the very uh, uh, careful uh, balance of, of structuring a book like this. Well, and I, too, you mentioned with the lines that you wrote and rewrote, uh, because sometimes simple words are the most difficult to write, but you've been doing a lot of writing, uh, Maria. I, I knew I'd say that. Sonia. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, but uh, but I, I know you wrote a, a, a wonderful memoir, Becoming Maria, Love and Chaos in the South Bronx. You've also written other books. Are you finding that uh, as a way of self-expression, you're enjoying writing? now as much as acting? I, I am actually I'm enjoying writing a bit more. I, uh, I felt after 44 years on Sesame Street, I wanted to, to move on and, and uh, frankly, the show needed other people to keep, you know, kind of the torchbearer, you know, pass it on to the next generation. And I was going into my, the third act of my life. And uh, uh, I find that 
I wanted to focus more and do exactly what I enjoyed and what I wanted to do, and that is writing. Well, and I also have to, I have to say that you have, I congratulate you, actually you have won a ton of awards, 15 Emmys for Staff Writing, Congressional Hispanic Caucus Award, Hispanic Heritage Award for Education, and a Lifetime Achievement Award. My gosh, Sonia, you must be, when you look back over your life, you must pinch yourself. Well, I do. If you had suggested to me when I was a kid in the, in the South Bronx, uh, raised in a tumultuous household that I would uh, end up uh, where I am today. I would have suggested you commit yourself to an insane asylum. I have to say <laughs> that I, <laughs> I have to say I had a, a lot of help. The people at Sesame Street gave me this platform. They encouraged me to be myself, uh, and I ran with it. I ran with the idea that I should be exactly as I was. I, I should be a comfort to kids watching television the same way that I found comfort in in watching television. So you can't uh, you can't succeed by yourself. And I just want to quote uh, 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 Michelle Obama's mother, Mrs. Robinson, who said when her children were praised, she said, yes, thank you very much. Michelle and her brother are indeed fabulous, exemplary children, but there were a lot of kids like that in the South Side. And it stays with me because people say, oh, Sonia, you were the first to do this, you were the first to do that. And I'm not taking away anything away from my brilliance, but I will say <laughs> that there were others, <laughs> that there were others probably as well who didn't get the opportunities that I, that I did. Well, boy, we are lucky for you having those opportunities. And I know you're doing some exciting things now. So before I let you go, can you share a little bit about what you're up to lately? Well, yes, I'm uh, uh, going to write some more books for Scholastic. They uh, published my last two uh, books, uh, Becoming Maria, as you mentioned, Love and Chaos in the South Bronx, and The Revolution of Evelyn Serrano. I will write more books for them. And I'm in the middle of production. I've created a children's animated series, and I'm uh, developing it with Fred Rogers Productions. And uh, I, I have to be coy. I can't tell you the t- name of it yet, but I can tell you that it takes place in the Bronx, and it's about a little girl, and it's very personal. And uh, we are we are continuing to produce this under the COVID cloud of concern, <laughs> which is hard for all of us prevailing. Oh, Sonia, I got goosebumps up the back of my neck. That's yeah. wonderful. And speaking of wonderful, you. you do have a really lovely website. Uh, so please tell our listeners where they can go to find out more about you, your various and numerous creative endeavors, and, of course, grab their own copy of this truly delightful and uplifting book to share with their grandchildren. Well, thank you so much. Please visit me at Sonia Manzano, S-O-N-I-A-M-A-N-Z-A-N-O, 
soniamanzano.com, and uh, you'll get more than you even wanted to know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure we'll get a lot, but not more than we'd want to know, that's for sure. So, uh, Sonia, I so appreciate your time. Do you have any final thoughts you'd like to leave with our listeners about children, diversity, and, and the need for us all to come together now? Because, boy, well, it's well, big. Well, it is. It is very big, and I think certainly the thing to do is not tell children that that uh, you are not concerned. They feel your concern as adults. The best way we can uh, alleviate children is to tell them that you know how they're feeling and that we're all in this together. Well, on those very uplifting words, I will thank you once again for your time, your wonderfully inclusive messages of hope and sharing your book, and other things with us today. Thank you so much. Be well. You too, Sonia. And you too, all of those listeners out there. And please take a look at Sonia's website. Check out this truly wonderful book, A World Together. Your grandchildren are going to love you for it. It's colorful. The words that Sonia used, as she said, they may be on the onset, you know, somewhat simple, but those are the most profound. So you'll open your children's eyes to the wonders of peoples and cultures around the world. So until next time, this is Mary Eileen Williams at Feisty Side of 50 Radio, saying I'll catch you later. Bye-bye.